Warning, this podcast involves discussions of a spooky and graphic nature not suitable for children or the faint of heart. Strong language and mature content is present. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Tara and Jessica will make you. We on that haunted ground. The three spooked girls. Hey, spooksters, and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Tara, and today Matt and I are bringing you an episode on the horror comedy Willie's Wonderland. We covered this over on Patreon for our Altier episode, but we had so much fun recording that that I wanted to share this on the main feed as well. But before we get into that, if you are new here, thank you so much for checking out the show. Returning Spooksters, welcome back. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Our handle is at 3 Girls. And if you would like to support the show, you can head to patreon.com backslash 3 Girls. As little as a dollar gets you bonus content each and every month. We have the all-tier episode and 5 and Up starts video content, and we have all kinds of fun stuff over there. Now we're going to take a quick promo break, and we'll be right back. Ghost stories are always scarier when they're told by the very people who experience them. Hi, I'm Becky. And I'm Diana. And we're the hosts of the Homespun Haints podcast. We talk to people just like you who've come face to face with ghosts, demons, haints, and other strange paranormal phenomena. All of it makes for a chilling good time. So grab yourself a sweet tea, turn off the lights, and listen to some eerie, true ghost stories on Homespun Haints wherever you get your podcasts. I'm not scared. Are you? All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and get into the episode of Willie's Wonderland. Today, I am joined with my husband, Matt. Hey, hey. Hello. We are bringing you a movie recap because we both wanted to watch this movie and we're like, you know what? It has Nick Cage in it, so it's going to go one or two ways. Let's just fucking watch it. Well, it also helps that we just like cheesy movies. Yes, that too. So we're like, it's probably going to be a win-win. And then after we watched it, we were like, uh, this has to be the all-tier episode because it was fucking hilarious. So we are going to be talking about a movie that came out this year. It is called Willy's Wonderland, and it's on Hulu. I, I'm going to venture to say that's probably the only place it's out. It's probably a Hulu movie, but it's a action comedy horror. And apparently... This whole project was actually announced prior to the pandemic. They said they announced it in October of 2019. It was based on a short film called Wally's Wonderland by the writer. And his name is G.O. Parsons. And yeah, it's just, it's crazy. So apparently it was 
going to like come out October 30th of 2020, but obviously with COVID and, you know, stuff shutting down, it took longer. Yeah. But if y'all have not seen anything about this, it's literally Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, absolutely. It is like (laughs) 2AT, the Five Nights at Freddy's series. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's just turned into a movie with Nick Cage. Yeah, which, oh my God, he doesn't talk. (laughs) No, not at all. He doesn't say a single word in the entire movie. Easiest movie he has ever done. I guarantee it. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a ride, guys. Okay, so let's just go ahead and kind of like recap this. So basically, we got Nick Cage, right? And we literally don't even learn this character's name. In the credits, he's called the janitor. (laughs) You'll learn why. (laughs) We don't even know his fucking name. So he is, apparently this is in Nevada. I don't know if they said that, but I didn't catch that. They didn't say that one time, and his plates are not from Nevada. Well, no, but he's supposed to be like a quiet drifter is what the fucking thing says on here. (laughs) Jesus. And he ends up in this town called Hayesville because, oh no, he runs over a spike strip, which we called what was going to happen in the first five seconds when we saw that. So. Yep. And he's picked up by this mechanic, the only mechanic in town named Jed Love, who's I thought he had a cigar in his mouth, but it was oh no, a piece of jerky. That was a piece of beef jerky. He had a piece of beef jerky in his mouth, like a cigar, the whole fucking time. I'm like, that yep. thing has got to be soggy as shit. I'm sorry, that's gross. He was just sucking on it too. <laughs> But he was a big fat guy, so I'm not really surprised. <laughs> Just like, okay. And so he's like, cool, we can get your tires fixed, blah, blah, blah. But we only take cash. And of course, they're like, we don't believe in ATMs. How convenient. So Nick Cage doesn't say anything, but he's like, what the fuck? And he's like, oh, well, I know someone who can help you out. So then they meet this like cowboy guy, which I'm like, okay. And his name is Tex McAdoo. And he owns Willie's Wonderland, which... If you don't know what Five Nights at Freddy's is, basically think of like Chuck E. Cheese, but with creepier animatronics. It is possible. It is possible. <laughs> I mean, the original t- Chuck E. Cheese animatronics were pretty creepy anyway. Yeah. yeah, this is true. I definitely had nightmares when I was a kid. <laughs> but, you know, now they're not even animatronic. Right. Yeah. So he tells him, he says, if you work, and this is like the Five Nights at Freddy tie-in, if you work the night shift... And clean up the place because he talks about how he wants to reopen it, blah, blah, blah. He feeds him a bullshit story, right? And he's like, I'll get your car fixed up. You don't owe me nothing. We'll call it good. So they're like, okay, cool. Let's fucking do it, right? And they lock him in there. They put a fucking big ass like lock thing and chains on the door. Oh, yeah. It's like a straight up bike chain, like (laughs) heavy duty grade steel. Yeah. And they lock his ass in there. Right, which I'm like, I guess he wouldn't. I was like, wouldn't he have heard that? But I guess not because he was putting on that creepy shirt. He was doing, oh yeah, the shirts. Oh my god. So yeah, they have like the employee shirts, and he's like, welcome to the team or whatever. What he says to fucking every goddamn victim. <laughs> and he puts on his shirts. He takes his. Did we decide they were energy drinks that he had? Uh, I'm fairly certain they were energy drinks. They're yeah. called Punch Cola. <laughs> and he puts on this like. Baby blue Willie's Wonderland size medium shirt. <laughs> yeah. And it's like clutching Nick Cage's body and screaming mercy <laughs> the entire movie. Oh, God. <laughs> and then, like, 
it's just cutting back and forth to him cleaning this dirty, disgusting place. Mm -hmm. And he's wearing this weirdly two sizes too small (laughs) shirt. It looks like it's a toddler shirt and Nick Cage just squeezes into it. And I, it's like a, it reminds me of like from the seventies, like cause all the font was on it and like the, Oh yeah. The, the collar and the sleeves, like the, you know, extra fabric and shit. I don't know. Yeah. 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 Hopefully you guys know what I'm talking about, but yeah. So that's going on. And then I guess we should introduce the, the other characters. So, while this is happening, there's also like cutscenes with some teenagers because, of course, we gotta have teenagers in this. Oh, I guess I we should have mentioned the beginning. So in the very beginning, you also know shit. Oh no, no, no! It's not in the very beginning, is it? Nope. No, nope. it's like as stuff goes along. Anyways, okay. So we meet this girl named Liv, and she was trying to set the place on fire. And the sheriff, her name is Eloise. She like. She gets picked up. She takes her back to this trailer and apparent and she like handcuffs her to a pipe or something. I don't know. She handcuffs her to something. It's like bitch stay. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be the radiator. Yeah. And, you know, so she leaves whatever. But then her gaggle of friends come and their names are Chris, Kathy, Aaron, Bob and Dan. And they come to save her and get her out of there. And you can you can tell them what what we got for this stereotypical group, if you would like. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Okay, so they show up to save her, and Chris, I think it was, the the boyfriend wannabe, tries to shoulder <laughs> ram the door to get into the trailer, and he's probably 100 pounds soaking wet, yeah. and he kind of bounces off a trailer door. This is like <laughs> tinfoil, and he still bounces yeah. off of it. And they're like, pull it open. And the other kid just walks up and just turns the doorknob and opens it, and he's like, it was unlocked, stupid. <laughs> Anyway, so they go inside, they find Liv handcuffed, and they're like, all right, let's find the keys. So they start ransacking the place, and then you got, what was her name, Kathy? Yeah. Okay, so Kathy, (laughs) I call her Sluts McGee, because she was wearing the skimpiest skirt, and like, I think it's called a tube top, and like, a leopard print jacket, and... Blowing bubbles and all this other stuff. And blue so just stereotypical. Shadow. Yeah, they gotta have the one. They gotta have the one. Apparently, big stereotype. Walking stereotypes is all over this movie. Mm-hmm. But she pulls out a bobby pin and picks a set of handcuffs with a bobby pin. You, like you can't really. Where the fuck did a fifteen-year-old <laughs> girl learn how to do that? We probably don't want to know. You can do it. Like it oh, is possible. Oh, okay. yeah, but you like. There's a certain way to do it because there's all kinds of safety mechanisms inside the handcuffs to stop you from doing that. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. you have to know how to get past those with the bobby pin. Right. Yeah. And then we go back to Nick Cage chugging his fucking drinks and cleaning and (laughs) punch (laughs) cola. It's so fucking weird. And then he finds his pinball machine and he's like, he's got a timer. I get that's how we kind of figured out it was an energy drink because he's got a timer on when to drink these. I think it's like every hour. Yeah, something like that. Well, let me tell you who these animatronics are because we got like a whole team going on. So there's eight of them. There's Willie the Weasel, who's the main guy, obviously. Yeah, he's like eight fucking feet tall. Yeah. Artie Alligator, Cammy Chameleon, Ozzy Ostrich. Tito Turtle, Nighty Knight, who's like a knight in armor, and Gus Gorilla, and Siren Sarah, who's the fucking creepiest one. I hate her. (laughs) So, real quick, why the fuck is there six animals and then a fairy and a knight? 
That I didn't think about that. That is pretty random because at least with like Chuck E. Cheese and Five Nights at Freddy's, they're all the same. They're all yeah, animals. they're all animals or yeah. they're all like people hybrid type things. But no, it's like all animals. Mm-hmm. And then the siren is a fairy. She's dressed like Tinkerbell on crack. Yeah. And then <laughs> a knight. Who's a legitimate knight? Like, think King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah, it was random as fuck. He's just hanging out in the back with a big-ass sword. It was Mm -hmm. just so random. (laughs) Okay, so he's cleaning. He's he's doing his thing. And then the animatronics start up. And the ostrich comes to peck him to death and kill him. But he just, like... Like, ain't no thing. He just fucking kills this thing. He, like, rips its head off, pulls the fucking cord out, the like, puts him in a trash bag. Boom. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, but okay. it's, it's, it's better than that. Oh, yeah. It's very, it's way like, better than that, action-y. Right? It kind of video game a little bit. It's crazy. <laughs> so it's comedy meets action. So Nick Cage has a mop. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's mopping the floor. And then he hears movement behind him, and he turns around and looks... And the ostrich is a little closer and he's like, huh, and just kind of goes back to mopping. Mm -hmm. And then the next time he turns around, the ostrich is right there. (laughs) And he's like, I will feast on your soul. (laughs) Yeah. And then pecks him in the cheek. (laughs) And Nick Cage just kind of looks at him like, did you just fucking do that? Like, didn't, you know, no second thoughts on, hey, why is this robot Mm -hmm. moving on its Mm -hmm. own? No. He was pissed that now he's bleeding. <laughs> Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> anyway, so he he breaks the mop handle in half and turns it into like baton type gaffy sticks type things. Oh, I took it as like nunchucks, but separated. That's what it made yeah. me think of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So then he just <laughs> starts wailing on this ostrich and it starts spurting what looks like blood at first, mm-hmm. but it's like motor oil yeah and it gets all over nick cage's face and all over his shirt and at by the end of it like this ostrich's eye is like popping out and he did like a straight up fatal fatality from mortal Kombat and rips the ostrich's spine out of its Mm -hmm. neck yeah and then drops it and he goes to the bathroom you see him wash his hands (laughs) he scrubs his face and goes and gets another fucking shirt (laughs) yeah he changes he changes his shirt puts on another willie's wonderland shirt still size medium Mm -hmm. and packs up the ostrich inside of a trash bag his watch goes off and he goes and grabs another punch cola and takes a 10 Mm -hmm. like what the fuck just happened and he's just acting like it's normal right so i'm like what universe is this and then he realizes the door is locked and he's like, okay, whatever, and just leaves it by the door. I'm like, no panic, no nothing. Just like, okay, rolls with it. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> it's cool. It's whatever. I'm like, I need to know what your fucking backstory is where you think this is just normal shit. Please tell me what the fuck you've been through, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ugh. So while this is going on, Liv and the gang, they are coming back to Willie's Wonderland because they're going to set it on fire because- I guess we could tell them her little backstory. At this point, you do kind of figure out what her backstory is, Mm -hmm. and and you get glimpses of her backstory, and you can put two and two together. Mm -hmm. But 
Basically, this thing has been going on for 20 plus years where they're sacrificing drifters or passers through to these animatronics Mm -hmm. to appease them. Yes, we'll explain later. (laughs) Liv's parents were one of the people sacrificed. Yeah. And she was a little girl at the time, probably like, I don't know, eight years old when they Mm -hmm. died. Mm -hmm. And she survived the night hiding in an office. Yeah. And then the sheriff, like, kept her. Yeah, the like, sheriff Like, didn't adopt her. her, just kept her. Just like, kept oh, her. Like, oh, I like you. I'm going to take you home. Good little puppy. Right? Like, what the fuck? Just straight up kept a little girl, and nobody questioned it. Right. Nobody. Well, in the town, they already know. Everyone knows what's going on, but it's like, they didn't have any family or friends, like. Yeah, they're just all complicit. Family never comes back, and nobody ever raises any kind of red flags. Right. It's just weird. But yeah, so we find out about Liv and they show up at Willie's, the the group of friends, and they're like, hey, we need to go in there and get this guy. You know, the friends start pouring gas around the building and Liv climbs up into the air duct to get into the building. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And while she's in the air duct, the alligator speed crawls through the air (laughs) duct after her. (laughs) (laughs) And just the way they animated it, it's just funny. you can tell it's a person in a foam suit, oh, but yeah. it's funny as shit. Mm-hmm. And she's like screaming and backwards scrambling, and then she falls out the air duct. Yeah. And that's when she runs into the siren. Oh, <gasps> yeah, because she, it's like the siren has this, I don't, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, anybody, but I swear, sirens are related to mermaids, not fairies, right? Like... Maybe they're not, or maybe it's both, but like I could have sworn sirens were mermaids or a type of mermaid. Maybe it's a type of water fairy. I don't know. I don't think a siren is a type of creature. I think a siren is a mythological being who lures people to their death. Mm, Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, she falls into Siren Sarah or whatever. Yeah. Siren Sarah's like creepy forest. And then they, like, do a whole fucking thing, and it's, ew, she is so fucking creepy. She's got, like, these nasty teeth, and then as it goes on and she gets beat up, it's, like, the motor oil coming out. I can't. I fucking know. I don't like it. Oh, yeah. The siren has, like, a hinged jaw that, like, unhinges, and her mouth turns into, like, a rat trap. Mm-hmm. And it just, it yeah, it gets freaky. Oh, so I looked up siren real quick. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Mm -hmm. the definition of siren is Greek mythology. Sirens were dangerous creatures who lured nearby sailors with their enchanting music and singing voices to shipwrecks on the rocky coasts of their island. It's also said they can charm the winds. Roman poets placed them on some small islands called Serenium. Okay. So yeah, it's it's not any one type of creature, okay. I guess. I okay. think it's just, you know, the ability to enchant and entice. Got you, got you. Okay, all right, fair enough. I'm just like, this is evil Tinkerbell. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, they get into a showdown. I think the janitor gets in shit with them. And then she's like, Liv is arguing with him being like, bitch, we need to fucking get the fuck out of here. Like, you're gonna die. Yep. And he's just like, nope, I gotta drink my energy drink and fuck. Oh, yeah. He actually leaves her with the siren. Yep. I forgot about that. He leaves her with the siren because his watch goes off to get a fucking energy drink. (laughs) She falls into a little jungle wooded room, whatever, with the siren, and she's getting her ass handed to her by (laughs) 
Siren Sarah, and Nick Cage hears it and, like, comes in to save her, and he squares up with this fucking thing. Like, he straight up takes a boxer's stance, mm-hmm. like he's about to box this robot, and then his watch goes off. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls out the girl's switchblade and hands it back to her, and then he's just, like, looks at her and walks away. Just goes back into the break room and gets another energy drink and plays pinball. Yep, and he comes back when his break's over. Yep. (laughs) Like, so fucking weird. So fucking weird. (laughs) So her friends, you know, they're still hanging out, and I think at this point, it's been a minute, so they're worried about her. Yeah. So they go onto the roof, and then the roof collapses, and then they all, and then a couple, two, like what, one or two of them fall into this ball pit, and these, and then the other... however many three they're on a totally different part of the roof like several feet away but then they magically fall in the same ball pit same ball pit that's only like (laughs) three feet by five feet but they all land in it magically yeah so everyone's all in here and everyone's freaking out because it's like full mayhem at this point oh god he had already killed two of them at this point yeah yeah he He killed killed the ostrich and then he killed a gorilla Inside the bathroom. bathroom. Right, yeah. He beat the gorilla to death. Oh, man. (laughs) You could tell it. (laughs) Remember? So the gorilla ambushes him in the bathroom. And I hope you guys know what a curb stomp is. If you don't, do not look it up. Oh, God, no. Okay, please don't look it up. Funeral stomped. But if you want to educate yourself on a curb stomp, a good example of it is American History X with Edward Norton. Mm -hmm. Great movie. Horrible horrible like reason for it anyway so he takes this gorilla's mouth and has him bite the toilet seat. it's the urinal it's the urinal, the urinal. It's thank not you even yeah the toilet. so he urinal stomps this gorilla <laughs> until it dies and then he just bags him up like it's bags no big up, deal puts him next to and the goes ostrich. and puts on another shirt yes every time he kills an animatronic and has stuff all over him he switches his shirt every time every time this guy likes routine that's all I can think. He likes his routine and he sticks with it. Maybe that's what yep. got him through. I don't know. We don't know because he doesn't talk and we don't know anything about him. So Chris, the one that like loves Liz or loves yep. Liv, he calls the sheriff because the sheriff is on like night duty with like a new deputy, basically, it seems like somebody new to the town or a new to the force. So a sheriff is like town central located. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I think the the guy in blue, I think he was a state cop. Okay, yeah, because he didn't know anything about any of this. So, but yeah. he's on. He was with the sheriff, and he was like, "What are we gonna do? Like, where are we gonna go? Drive around, whatever." And she's like, "Nope, we're gonna sit here." And they're sitting by this old rotary phone that's like black and red, I think. Yeah, it looked like the old bat phone from the eighties, <laughs> right? She's like, "We're gonna hope this doesn't ring." Of course, it rings because Chris. He's hiding in like this little booth thing and he calls the sheriff being like, come fucking help us. We're inside here. And she's like, just get out of there, dumbass, and hangs up. And then he calls back and then they're like, oh, fuck, I guess we got to go. And that's when the deputy's like, what? I don't understand. Because she's like, grab a gun or whatever the fuck, because they have like giant shotguns with them or something. Yeah. I mean, basically, until she (laughs) found out that Liv was inside, she was just going to let these kids get massacred. Yeah. Yeah, because he was like, no, we're in here, like, all of us and live. And then she was like, oh, fuck. Because for some reason, some fucked up, like, it seems like she has treated her shitty. But, at the, and, like, obviously she hates her because, like, you know, her parents fucking died. But it's like she's also protective of her. It, it, it's weird. And it seems, yeah. I don't know. 
It's it's, it's like weird. an evil stepmom type scenario. Yeah. So they go and and then there's like, you know, this full like they're just like it's mayhem in there. Like every yep. so often the next animatronics coming and Chris dies, right? Or does he get away? Not yet. So Not first yet. it's okay. the night kills. <gasps> yeah. What's his name? Oh, the friend. The not one that's Bobby, not. Bobby, not Chris, the other one. Dan? Yes, I think. Okay, so he kills Dan. So the knight is carrying what looks like a giant foam sword. Like, if you know what LARPing is with those nerds running around with and smack each other, that's essentially what it looks like he's carrying. But he shoves it through this kid's back dead center where his spine would be and then pulls it back out and this kid just kind of falls over and then he's like Bleh, and dies and then the knight goes on a rampage and oh tries- it says Aaron it says Aaron was Aaron. killed anyway one of the kids okay so Aaron, Aaron I didn't even see that not number. Dan Aaron A.A. Ron got killed. And (laughs) so the knight goes on a rampage and starts going after these kids. And then Nick Cage shows up and Mm -hmm. kills him, kills the knight with his own sword, which was pretty epic. And then he just drops the sword, doesn't keep it, just drops it. Oh, bags everything up. Yeah. The one who gets killed by the siren and Tito the turtle, that was Dan because he's getting chased by two of them. Oh, okay, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So meanwhile, Dan, Chris and Liv run away, mm-hmm. right? Because they just saw their friend get killed by the knight. Meanwhile- Kathy and Bob are fucking. Bobby and Slutty McSlutterson <laughs> have made their, self, made their way into the happy fun room. Oh. I'm doing air quotes, right? Because that's the name of this yeah. room. I'll tell you all about that. And we're going to go further into that here in a minute. Yeah. So they go to the happy fun room to what you assume is just look around and, and see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Babe, you want to talk about the happy fun room? Yeah. So we get a backstory on this and we learn that the original owner of this, his name was Jerry Robert Willis, and apparently he was a notorious serial killer, and him and his fucking crazy-ass friends are cannibals, and they would take families to the happy fun time room thing because it was supposed to be like a like a party. I'm glad we watched this after our kid's birthday, by the way. <laughs> we didn't go to Chuck E. Cheese, but we went to like a fun kid place and there's, you know, party rooms, whatever. Anyway, so they go to the party room and they would kill the whole families in these rooms. Yep. And, you know, it was that. And eventually, you know, people started figuring out like all these missing people, you know, all this shit. And once the police were like going to go raid the place, they did this like satanic ritual to transfer their souls into these animatronic characters. So serial killer and cannibal friends, they are the spirits inside of these animatronics. Right. And. The restaurant was abandoned, right? Well, 10 years later is when Tex, the guy I mentioned earlier, he bought and reopened Willy's Wonderland. Yep. And as time went on, the animatronics were randomly attacking people. So it got shut down, right? Well, when it got shut down, the animatronics, they can leave. They can leave the building. It's not like they're restricted. So they would leave and kill people in the town. So the sheriff, the mechanic, and Tex... They all went and made a deal with these animatronics and said, if we bring you people because they feed on their, they like rip, they say they like rip your eyes out and feed on your soul or some shit. Yeah. They're like, if we feed you, leave our people alone and stay here. 
So the animatronics are like, okay, we'll do that. And that's why all these random people are coming. And this is why Liv's parents died and why Nick Cage is here. Yeah. Because they do human sacrifices. But the place where they did the satanic ritual was in the happy fun room. Yes, that was also in that room. So they painted the pentagram on the ground. They sat in a big hippy dippy circle around it and they chuckied themselves. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, there's parallels to that a lot, too. I didn't even think about that. Absolutely. But that's that's why these kids ended up going in there, because they knew what the, the story of that room mm-hmm. was, right? So while they're in there... They fucking. They start fucking. <laughs> and they're, like, going at it in this... I, I'm assuming it was a ball pit, but it kind of looked like a kiddie pool. I don't know. They were, they were fucking on something. It was... There was balls. <laughs> well, <laughs> more than one set, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> While they're going at it, the girl looks over and she's like, was that always there? And if you look as the camera's panning, you can see the alligator yes. standing in the corner. Ugh. And it's creepy as hell the way that they do it. And then he just slowly starts moving in on them. Very Five Night at Freddy's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, I think he's watching us. And the, the guy's like, well, let's give him something to watch then. Gross. And they start going harder. Ugh. And then like in the middle of all of this, the alligator bites the dude's head and yep. kills him. Mm-hmm. And she tries to scramble away and is banging on the door. And right when Liv and Nick Cage are walking by, Chomp. they they hear her <laughs> and they open the door and the alligator is eating both of them. Mm-hmm. And then Nick Cage like walks in and punches the shit out of that alligator and beats it to death and kills an alligator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now we're down the night, uh, the gorilla, the alligator, and the ostrich. Mm-hmm. And then this is technically, we already talked about it, but this is technically when the cami chameleon, she was creepy as shit too. She's trying to get Chris. Yeah. Because she acts like she's not evil. She's like, I'm just trapped here for these people. Please help me. And we're like, nope, you're going to die. Nope. So all this is going on simultaneously. (laughs) So the siren and one of the other animatronics are chasing after Dan. Mm -hmm. The alligator is going after the two that are fucking. And Mm -hmm. then the chameleon is going after Chris. And Nick Cage and Liv are off doing something. I don't really know what. But it's all happening at the same time. Mm Mm-hmm. And essentially, she lures Chris out of what looked like a the little toy stand where you redeem yeah, your tickets. Yeah, like the prizes. Mm-hmm. And like he jumped out and he was talking to her and then Liv walks in. Oh, no. It says that she does kill him here with her like creepy chameleon tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's what I was going to say is like she lures him out and, and she's like, yeah, you can trust me. You can trust me. And then wraps her fucking tongue Around his neck and breaks his neck. Yup. With her tongue. (laughs) Yup. And then like right when that happens, Liv and Nick Cage walk in. Oh, this is when he walks away from her. Mm, Again. It's not the siren. Are you sure? Does it happen twice? I don't remember. I know he walks away from her at some point. It might be this one because he might have given her the sword. Anyway, he's a fucking crazy person. Anyway, so, yeah, so it's fine. like <laughs> I'm fairly no, it's not this one. It was earlier. Okay. So this one, she throws her tongue at 
Nick Cage and Liv, and somehow he gets her tongue wrapped around her own neck. Yeah. And like strangles her to death with it, and then is like dragging her out of there, but she's not dead. She's still moving. Right. She's like half alive. Yeah. <laughs> and then at this point, the tortoise and one of the other animatronics are in the hallway, and he just straight up just like haymakers, both of them, and knocks yeah. them on their ass and just right. keeps going. Yeah, Cammy ends up dead, but the siren's still going. She's still yep. kicking. Yeah. And the sheriff's here at this point, and she's like pissed because she wants Liv to get the fuck out of there, right? But she wants Willie to eat Nick Cage. Yeah. And so she's like, come on, we have a deal. He's right here, blah, blah, blah. So she gets that other deputy or cop, whatever you want to call him, to take Liv to leave, right? Yep. And... Liv is trying to be like, what the fuck? Like, how 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 are you going to do nothing? And all of this stuff. And they're just having this whole conversation, right? And he's trying to be like, well, I have a wife and kid and blah, blah, blah. And then do they pull over or were they going to turn around? He pulls over okay. because she's given him such a hard time about everything. And he's trying to rationalize it to her to be complacent. And she's like, what are you, stupid? Like, we can't rationalize this. Right. And then he, like, sees the light. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean, I think he's going to turn around to go back and get him, and at that point, he dies. Yeah, because I don't... Which one was it that came? I think I it was the tortoise. Yeah. I think it was the Hispanic tortoise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's speaking Spanish the <gasps> entire time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's the tortoise. It's Tito the tortoise, which I'm like, that just makes yeah. me think of Tito's vodka, and that makes me think of Jessica. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the cop ends up biting it. Yeah. And he did. The tortoise goes to get the keys mm -hmm. and Liv tries to get the keys and then the tortoise just throws them in the woods. So she goes and gets the shotgun out of the car mm -hmm. and somehow the tortoise unloaded the shotgun. Yeah. So she beats the tortoise with the shotgun like it's a baseball bat and then walks back to Willie's. And she's taken forever. I don't know how far they were. Yeah, it, was, it had to have been at least a couple of miles. Yeah. Meanwhile, Nick Cage is handcuffed and is trying to be sacrificed to Willie and his compatriots. And at this point, Cammy comes back and you find out she's not completely dead. Yeah. And then the siren shows up, mm -hmm. and they asked him if he wanted a menage a trois, <laughs> <laughs> and he beats their asses while handcuffed. Yeah, and gets out of them. Kills them both, mm -hmm. or so we think. Yes. So Cammy's definitely dead. The siren, is. everybody's bagged up and dead, and I think that's all of them except for Willie, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And all the kids are dead except for Liv. So now it's just Liv and Nick Cage and Willie. Yes. And the sheriff. The yeah. sheriff is outside. Oh, yeah. Because he's like, what? Yeah. And at this point, he walks outside to put the siren and the chameleon and some of the other ones into the dumpster. Mm -hmm. And the sheriff sees him. And he's just kind of like, hey, what's up? Like, she handcuffed him and tried to sacrifice his ass. And mm -hmm. he just like, hey, and just keeps going and about goes his back day. In. And goes back in. <laughs> and just goes goes back in. And then she, she pulls her shotgun on him. And he's like, she goes to sacrifice him again. Right. She's like, Willie, he's right here. You know, come and take him. The mm -hmm. lights go out. Mm -hmm. And then surprise, surprise, when they come back on, he's standing. Willie is standing behind the sheriff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And straight up cuts this bitch in half. Oh my god! With yeah, his, his paw. 
<laughs> and it's like Kill Bill style blood, <laughs> and it's just kind of spurting straight up in the air. And there was like smoke coming out yeah. of her. I was like, I don't think okay. a human body smokes, but you know, who knows? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> but now it's the big showdown between Willie and Nick Cage, and you know, it's it's a pretty decent battle. But in the end, Nick Cage ends up killing Willie, and then he pulls his head off, mm-hmm. and like kind of like Mike drops the head. Yeah. Finishes cleaning up the place. Oh my God, yeah. (laughs) Bags up all the animatronics, takes them outside. Like all the chairs are nice and neat. All the oil is cleaned up. All the spray paint and graffiti that was in there is gone. Mm -hmm. This place looks like it's ready to open. Yeah. And then by the time Liv gets back, it's morning. Yeah. And... What was his name? Jed, the mechanic? Yes. Jed and Tex come back. He's like driving like a jackass in the car. Yep. And he gives Tex the keys. The mechanic pulls up in Nick Cage's car, Mm -hmm. throws the keys to Tex because they think Nick Cage is dead. And Mm -hmm. he's like, hey, you just got yourself a nice set of wheels. Mm -hmm. And then they go inside to check to see the damage and they (laughs) see everything is clean. And Nick Cage comes out of the back and is like, hey, what's up? But doesn't talk. Takes his keys back. (laughs) And then Liv shows up and she's like, she's doing his thing and she's not talking. And they just kind of look at each other and it gets really awkward for a second. Yeah. Because she's like a 16-ish year old girl. Yeah. And he's probably 40 plus and he's just staring at her. They're just talking in their minds. In their minds. They're... (laughs) You know, Charles Xaviering it. But anyway, so he gets in his car, she gets in his car, and then they drive away. Yes. And then Tex and Jed get into Tex's car, and they're like, man, we did it. It's over. You know, we can actually open this place. And at that point, Siren Sarah sits up, and the car explodes, because she rigged it as a bomb. Yeah. And And she kills herself. And Tex and Jed. Yes. And now all of the animatronics are dead. Oh, no, wait. Remember? The sheriff's dead. Huh? Tito survived oh, to yeah, the yeah, last yeah. one. You're right. <laughs> Tito survived at this point. <laughs> Tito is still alive. He survived his shotgun beating. <laughs> and they're driving out of town. And they see Tito the tortoise slowly walking across the road. And they run his ass over. Yeah, and he like <laughs> and busts he apart and dies. goes up in the air and like explodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then that's the end of the movie, and it's just cheesy and funny and just dumb. Yeah, I mean- And not one word is spoken by Nick Cage. Right? Jesus. I'm sure that was very hard for him. But but if you're into horror comedy with some action, or you are a Five Nights at Freddy's fan, I feel like you would very much enjoy this. It was like fun to watch, because it was funny. Yeah. It wasn't bad. So yeah, it's on Hulu. Y'all can check it out. And yeah, that is going to conclude our episode. Thank you all so, so much for supporting the show. I appreciate you so much. And we will catch you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye.